This call may be recorded or transcribed.
Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Torina, the finisher, who's on the line. Good morning. It's Brother Michael. Happy Tuesday. Good morning. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. God bless everyone on the call. Hey, hey. Have a great day. Good morning, Sister Lisa. You have a great day also. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. This is Tatiana. Happy Testimony Tuesday. I do have a praise report. Should I say it now or later? Is it Tatiana? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I got the job that you all were praying with. Okay, you got the job. I'm you. I missed the rest. Oh, that everyone was praying with me for. So I'm a oh, I'm a oh. therapist, and I just applied to work as a clinical supervisor for foster care youth in the Bay Area. Great, great, awesome! Congratulations! Thank you, and thank you, thank you so much, God. Congratulations! So Always. Congratulations! Thank you, thank you. It's been seven months, so I'm ready. <laughs> Okay. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Tormin and I finished and I'm your greeting this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning, Sharina. It's Didi. Praying for your son and knowing he is healed of God. Love you. Love you too, Didi. Thank you so much. Have an awesome day. Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. For me and the finisher, who was that? Good morning, it's Destiny. Good morning, Destiny. Happy trying for Tuesday. Good morning. Have an awesome day. Hello. Good morning. It's a real one birthday today, y'all. Hey. I, yeah, I know. Happy birthday. Hey, finisher. How you doing, sis? It's Moxie birthday, y'all. Happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday, Mona B. Happy birthday. Thank you, it's my birthday. It's my birthday. Go, Mona. It's your birthday. Go, Mona. I'm a party because it's my birthday. Hey. Hey, Mona. Look, you, you share yeah. your birthday with Mother Jackie, too, with Dion's mom's birthday today. I know. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Happy birthday. When I saw that on, I was like, yes, God is good. Yes, y'all, but I'm so excited. It's my birthday. I woke up and said, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. I'll bless. I'm blessed. But go ahead. I ain't gonna take over the call. Happy birthday, Mike. Have a triumphant Tuesday. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. Good morning. Good morning, Cliff Victory. Happy triumphant Tuesday. It's Rochelle. Great morning, Shell. Happy triumphant Tuesday. Good morning, it's Susie. 
Good morning, Susie. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Same to you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Good morning, Good morning. Diane. Good morning, Diane. Happy Good Triumphant morning, Tuesday. Good morning, Serena. Happy, <laughs> happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday to you. You have a great day. You too. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. This is PR. PR, good morning to you. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Good morning. This is Lisa Marie. Happy Tuesday. Great morning, Lisa Marie. Happy Triumphant Tuesday to you. Good morning. This is Danette. This is a happy Triumphant Tuesday, and God bless everyone. Thank you. Great morning. Good morning. Thanks for calling in this morning. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. This is Nicole. I was on mute. <laughs> Good morning, Nicole. Good morning, Nicole. Happy Triumph Tuesday. Thanks for calling in this morning. Any anyone else want to say good morning before I get started? Hey, Tarina. Good morning, Christy. Enjoy. Have a Triumph Tuesday. Bless you. This is Ebony. Stephanie. Good morning to you. Destiny. Good no, it's morning. Ebony. Ebony, Ebony, I was writing. I'm sorry, I was doing something <laughs> else. Great morning. No Thank you this morning. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, you're quite welcome. Okay, I need everyone to please put your phones on mute. Again, please put your phones on mute. I'm going ahead and get started this morning. Hello, my name is Torina the Finisher, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. Be sure to join us daily during the month of September, where our theme for the month is disruption. All of the declaration will focus on disruption, on ourselves, others, and items that are out of the will of God and his word. There is no announcements today. There was no um, prayer request submitted by the app, but um, I do want to go ahead and continue praying for my son, um, Timothy. We also found that he has a laceration on his liver. Also continue to lift up Kathy's mom and Rochelle's aunt, Liz Brown, and Prosperous Prayer brother-in-law. Continue to pray for both. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise. It's Bernice, declaration, Beverly. Then we go right to closing comments hosted by Declare. I repeat, prayer and corporate praise, Bernice, declaration, Beverly. Then we go right to closing comments hosted by Declare. The scripture for today is Second Corinthians 11, 13 to 15. For such men are false apostles, deceitful workmen, disguising themselves as apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. 
So it is no surprise if this servant also disguised himself as servant of righteousness. Their end will correspond to their deeds. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until they're supposed to come off mute. Again, I want to I want to say um, congratulations to Tatiana for her praise report. She has um, the job that we've been praying for her. Congratulations, uh, Tatiana. Okay. Thank you. Oh, you're quite welcome. You're welcome. Okay, I now pass the call over to the prayer warrior. Um, Belize, everyone have a blessed and awesome day. Jesus love you, and so do I. Good morning, and God bless. Father, in the name of Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, once again we come to establish our legal right, and we take dominion. As we come in the name of the resurrected Jesus, we come to disrupt the disruption. We thank you, Father, for all that you're doing. And as we come in the name of the resurrected Jesus, knowing whose we are and who we serve, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow on things in heaven and things on earth, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. As we stand in the presence of the King, what an honor. What an honor it is to stand before him. We stand believing and we declare victory. And we declare victory as we disrupt the disruptions. We come, Father, knowing that our prayers speak forth faith, for faith is what pleases you. We thank you for giving us this knowledge. We know, God, that you move as we do. You tell us that your eyes run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show yourself strong on behalf of those whose hearts are blameless towards you. And this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whoever, whosoever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we desire of him. Thank you for giving us our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. We thank you, Father, when we bring before you all those that are requesting prayer. I didn't get all of the names, but Father, we just thank you. And we call upon you who is worthy to be praised, hallelujah, for all those requesting prayer today. Your will be done. You are their rock in whom they take refuge. You are their shield and the horn of their salvation. You are Jehovah Rapha, our God who heals. We hear you and we understand when you say, be still and know that I am God. When I shut up the heavens so that there is no rain or command locusts to devour the land or send a plague amongst my people, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face 
and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal, heal their land. Father, I just thank you. And we declare victory. We come to disrupt the disruptions. As we enter into your gates with thanksgiving and into your courts with praise, we thank you. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. Now, I ask that you would come and that you would anoint our ears to hear whatever it is that you are giving to us today, oh God. I ask, oh Father, God, that you would move as we do. Thank you for what you will do and how you will confirm your word with signs and wonders. Thank you for the blood of Christ, for the power given to us um, that you are, that we have become a light in darkness. We declare victory because we know that the kingdom of God lives in all of us on this line. We know that we can do nothing without you, and I ask that you would help us, Jesus. Help us remain in us, and you, we know that you will remain that you will remain in us as we remain in you. The thief comes only to kill, steal, and destroy. Therefore, today, we will pray down heaven. We thank you for the kingdom of this world is now the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ. That's Revelation 11 and 15. We declare victory because you are helping us to look at ourselves and identify areas that are not completely yielded or surrendered to you, God, our Father. And as we agree together, we pray that you will fill us with your presence as our hearts are open to you. Open our hearts, create in us a clean heart, renew a right spirit that is within us. For the one that needs, for everyone that needs to get through this day, be their supernatural source of strength. For the person that woke up hurting and pain, be their source of divine comfort. Quiet their troubled heart. For the one who is in place where um, they feel lost, if they're feeling lost, oh God, help them. Where they need direction, Holy Spirit, help them. Be their wise counsel. You said in your word that you have a helper, a helper who will teach us all things and bring to our remembrance all that you have said to us. We know that you are for us. So who can be against us? No one can. And we thank you for that, for reminding us that nothing can separate us from your love, oh God. Love, the very thing, oh Father God, that we all need, the very thing that we need to learn how to do. For this we thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Keep us reminded, Holy Spirit, that in those low moments that nothing, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our, our fears today nor our worries about tomorrow can separate us from the powerful love of you, God. Remind us that we were brought with a price. Therefore, our self-worth is not determined by the things of this world, but are determined by you because you created, you created us and you made us special. You made us perfect in all things. Father, keep us, oh Father, spirit of the living God. Thank you for blessing us continuously, daily, that you are giving us daily access to the Holy Spirit. 
for wherever we go, he is with us. And so for that, we thank you. Father, we come, oh God, God, knowing and thanking you for filling us with your, um, your, your presence and enabling us to walk in the way that the Lord intended for us to walk and to live the life that you intended for us. All we have to do is believe, oh, Father, and we come believing. We come to disrupt the disruptions, the disruptions that causes us to feel like we can't, and we know that we can because all things are possible to um, through you, oh, God. Thank you for being our advocate, our defender, our supporter, our teacher, our instructor, helping us to better understand the ways of you, O oh God, the ways of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, that we are doers of the word, not just hearers, O oh God. Help us to walk in that direction. Instruct us on how to walk in your word, how to talk to those you lead us to. Even show us how to pray and to talk to you for this is the wisdom that we seek. You said that if we ask for it, we can have it. And for that, we thank you. So we declare victory, O oh God. We know you as our comforter, our very pre present help in the time of trouble. Never leave us to face this life alone. It is you, Holy Spirit, who makes us wise. And it is you who reveals God to us. Help us to be wise throughout this day and make excuse me, wise decisions, and to navigate this life with you, God, to walk this life with you, to know this life with you, to help us to walk in the direction and to help people to go out into the world and to declare your word, oh, Father God, without fear. We thank you, oh, God, and we thank you for giving us the divine knowledge. As we, um, you can take your phones off mute and we go into praise and worship for him, oh God, for you, oh God. We thank you, oh Father God, for you, oh Lord. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. We thank you right now in the name of Jesus. For your victory. I'm 
shall prosper, and every time that rises against us and death shall be sent This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is in me. 
says the Lord. That's Isaiah 54 and 17. Father, we just thank you for this, for what you have done. We ask that you would hear our prayers, oh Father God, and that you would move and move us in the direction in which we need to go. Make us not ashamed or afraid of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Help us to go out into the world to be ministers of the gospel, that we are beacons of light, that when people see us, they see you. And for that, we thank you. We thank you, O Father God, for what you're about to do, um, that the word that is about to come forth. Bless Beverly, in the name of Jesus, I pass the call. Good morning, praise God. Um, I wanna first say thank you. Thank you to the finisher for her commitment always to be, you know, always on time and right there to uh, greet us all. Um, also, I want to thank my my sister, my my roommate, um, for such a powerful prayer. Um, she in the prayer she mentioned Second um, Chronicles seven fourteen. Um, we had discussed that, uh, talked about um, where I was gonna you know come from last night, but I totally changed it, and it is amazing how she included that in her prayer. Um, also for the rest of you who have sacrificed your morning to come and hear um, a message from God, I truly hope and pray that um, he has will incline your ears so that you may be able to hear from him. Um, lean forward, if you will. Hopefully you have your paper and your pen because um, I will tell a story and I talk a little fast, so uh, be ready. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God pour into me so that I may be able to uh, give to your people. Allow me to be your vessel and use me not um for my sake, for the for but for the sake of you, God. Use me only for your good. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, praise God, disruption. I'm going to be coming from Second Chronicles seven fourteen. Um, Ephesians. Well, praise the Lord. Ephesians two eight and nine, Psalms thirty four seventeen and nineteen, John one twelve and thirteen, Ephesians two and five. Um, I'm going to ask, can you all hear me? Okay. Yes. Okay, thank you. Um, Second Chronicles 7.14, if my people who, which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and I will heal, heal their land. In the text, the nation of Israel is being ruled by King Solomon, the son of King David. He's a person to whom this particular scripture was given directly. And definitely what King Solomon did, did not know while on his deathbed some years later, was that the nation of Israel was split into two kingdoms, the kingdom of Israel and the kingdom of Judah, disruption. Moreover, that King Solomon's son would rule over the kingdom of Judah. Both kingdoms will rebel against God and begin to worship idols. Disruption. 
And within a few decades, God's people will find themselves in a place where this verse would have an application. So some centuries later, most of the kingdom of Israel would be taken captive by the Assyrian Empire. The Bible records that the Assyrian Empire emptied the land of the people of the kingdom of Israel, only leaving a remnant, a trace, a few peasants and farmers. History records that the Assyrian Empire settled Assyrian peasants and farmers in the land occupied by the kingdom of Israel in what would be today the northern half of the country, Israel. As time begins to pass, um, the remaining Israelites and Assyrian settlers begin to intermarry and intermingle with one another. So later when both the Assyrian Empire and the Babylonian Empire had fallen, the kingdom of Israel and the kingdom of Judah returned to their homeland. And the descendants of the intermarriages between Assyrian settlers and the remnant of the kingdom of Israel became known as Samaritans. And the area that they lived in became known as Samaria. Now, the Samaritans were considered beyond salvation as they were not full-blooded Jews or uh, Israelites. This shows the significance of the story of the encounter of Jesus and the Samaritan woman recorded in John chapter 4. God in this text is not making a deal with the Samaritans, but he's dealing directly with the moral condition of the Israelites. So my first point is that our status should be structured. If my people, which are called by my name, God directs his remarks long ago to his people called by his name. The only ones today who fit this designation are believers, Christians, God's chosen people. In the text, he's not talking to unsaved people. He's talking to us as believers. Um, a Christian or believer is, the, is, is one who has placed trust in, and faith in Jesus and um, what he did on the cross to pay for our sins. He is one who made a decision to respond to us by way of grace, which is the unmerited favor that God has given and is the opposite of works. So for by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man shall, should boast. Ephesians 2. Eight and nine. So a Christian, a believer, is one who has exercised faith in Jesus. Faith not to save a person, rather faith gets the person to Jesus and he saves those individuals. So when was the last time you've been to Jesus? Have you put your trust and faith in him? Now that's how you come. It is as simple as you taking your feet off the floor and holding them out in front of you and resting your whole weight on the chair. With this example, you have exercised faith by resting your weight on the chair. You trusted the chair. Interesting. In the same sense, this is what you have done when you come to Jesus. In doing so, you trust him totally for your salvation to balance your situation. Now, several things happen when you come to Jesus. When a person comes to Christ in a childlike faith, he is born into the family of God. John 1, 12, 13 says, 
But to all who believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. 13 says they are reborn not with physical birth resulting from human passion or plan, but a birth that comes from God. Now, at that time, the Holy Spirit places him into the body of Christ. 1 Corinthians 12, 13 says some of us are Jews, some are Gentiles, some are slaves, and some are free. But we have all been baptized into one body by one spirit, and we shall share the same spirit. So the Holy Spirit places him into the body of Christ and indwells within him to provide the power needed to give, to live for Christ and to witness. His name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. He passes from death to life. So when he dies, he's going to heaven, not hell. All these things happen because you have trusted Jesus as Savior. Isn't it amazing that centuries before believers were called Christians, that God would look down and say, if my people, which are called by my name, in the statement which is in our text today. So God is talking to believers, not lost persons. The reason he is not talking to unsaved people is that they are dead. Ephesians 2 and 5 says that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. Now, it is not reasonable to expect a dead person to show interest. Matter of fact, the healing of a nation is in the hands of believers. This verse is a simple text to master. So if you, if, I want you to place this text in the screen of your mind and do a little work on it. I want you to, and you'll think about it. I want you to circle two words in the text, if and circle then. These two words are connected. Draw a line between these two words to prepare yourself to understand what God is saying. This is a simple construction. This could not be anything plainer. God says, if you do this, and then clearly list what he wants his children to do, then he says, then I will do this, and states what he will do with the climax being, I will heal their land. If then. It's easy to understand, isn't it? I hope you get it. So surely those concerned about being <laughs> this is this is simple. Okay, so so God says if you do this and then clearly list what he wants his children to do, then I will do this. And it states what he will do with the climates, being I will heal their land, if then is easy to understand. Those concerned about their land will pay close attention and strict attention to this text and be determined to obey fully and completely what he said to do. Our submission should be with sincerity, serenity, shall humble themselves, shall humble themselves. God requires of his people that they humble themselves. What does it mean to be humble? And what does it mean to humble, be humble before God? 
to be humble is a concept almost lost in our modern Western world. We live in a society that believes all people should be equal, and we also live in a society of political correctness. The Hebrew word for humble is kana, K-A-N-A, which means to bend the knee, hence to humiliate, vanquish, to bring down, to bring into subjection, to bring under, to humble oneself, to subdue, to be subdued. There are two ways that a person can be humbled. A person can be humbled by force. That is, a person can be made to submit to the authority or rule of another. The second way that a person can be humbled is to humble oneself, to voluntarily choose to submit their will or authority to the will or authority of another. In ancient times, when a king or kingdom was defeated in battle, the defeated king would kneel before his victor. The defeated king would often be humiliated and mocked before his victor. The defeated king would hand over his authority to rule his kingdom to victor, to his victor. Sometimes the defeated king would then put be put to death. Other times in history, the defeated king would be allowed, interesting enough, to rule his kingdom as regent proxy on behalf of his victor. So when God said, somebody please, you need to mute your line. Um, so when God said he requires his people to humble themselves, what does he mean? Humility is giving up your rights, your authority, and your will and handing it handing them over to another, to allow someone else to make decisions for you, to allow someone else to give you instruction. God will not force us to submit our will or to humble ourselves. God wants us to choose to submit our will to his will. And God wants us to choose to humble ourselves before him. In this way, we demonstrate our trust, cooperation, and our willingness to accept God's will in our lives. I hope you got that. God requires his people to choose. God requires his people to choose voluntarily to give up their rights and their will and allow him to rule over them and through them. Humility is when we allow God to work out his will and his plan through our lives, we, we allow God to direct our decisions so that his will and his plan are worked out in our lives. Humility requires us to subdue our will, not to live our lives the way we want to and have God direct our decisions. But even with all of this in consideration, some people use the word don't as an excuse for not following God's desire and designing plans for their lives. Here's what I'm trying to convey, trying to say something. So I heard a story about a student who received an appointment from a bishop, and the student did not feel the placement exactly suited his ability. He was complaining about another student. And then the other student said, you know, the world's a better place because and some of you may have already heard this. Michelangelo did not say, I don't do ceilings. If you and I are going to be faithful to the ministry God is calling us to, then we better stay on Faithful Avenue. I reflected on the attitudes of key people throughout the scriptures, and 
and the history of the church. And this is what I came up with. The world's a better place because Moses didn't say, I don't do pharaohs or mass migrations or exoduses. The world's a better place because Noah didn't say, I don't do arcs and animals. The world's a better place because Rahab didn't say, I don't do enemy spies. The world, <laughs> the world's a better place because Ruth didn't say, I don't do mother-in-laws. Good Lord. <laughs> the world's a better place because Samuel didn't say, I don't do mornings. The world's a better place because David didn't say, I don't do giants. The world's a better place because Peter didn't say, I don't do Gentiles. The world's a better place because John didn't say, I don't do deserts. The world's a better place because Mary didn't say, I don't do virgin birth. The world's a better place because Paul said, I don't do correspondence. The world's a better place because Mary Magdalene didn't say, I don't do feet. <laughs> the world's a better place because Jesus didn't say, I don't do crosses. And the world is a better place only in if you and I don't say, I don't do. So my last point here is our speech should be with substance and pray and seek, desire to follow him, find him, my face, pray and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. What exactly does it mean to pray? It does not mean to place your order and expect results like you do at McDonald's. It's more, it is more than asking. It's sincerely imploring, pleading. It's beseeching him of supreme powers to bring about a difference. More like uh, that of begging than just asking. Really? God invites you to come to him and politely, respectfully, and humiliate. Humility in humility, solicit this help, his help. Don't demand things like some televangelists do to, to just name it and claim it. There is more to it than that. You should also intercede for all the for all the people of our country, not just for the needs of our family, friends, and coworkers. Pray for revival, strong marriages, godly parenting, and honest, capable leaders. In today's difficult circumstances, we as believers should be highly motivated to cry out to God, confident that he desires to work on behalf, on our behalf. Psalms 34, 17, and 19, when you get a chance, read it. Action speaks louder than words, so we must then turn from our wicked ways. God has conditions for when he will respond to our prayers. The word wicked includes all deliberate, willful disobedience, not just violent crimes such as murder. If we want our prayers to be heard, we must not only confess our sins, but repent from them as well. In other words, we should agree with God that we've done this, what we've done displeases him, and we should turn from wrongdoing. What will God do in response to our prayers? The promises given in Second Chronicles 7.14 is threefold. The Lord will hear our cry, forgive our sins, and heal our land. 
And I believe that if enough people cry out to the Lord, he will restore our country and church, including making us into a nation that honors him again. Do you love our nation with the independence we enjoy? Then I challenge you to kneel before the Lord and cry out to him on behalf of the church. Ask God to send another great awakening to revive us. If we do that, he promises to hear from heaven and heal our land, Second Chronicles 7.17. The church is a collection or a group of people that have heard the invitation God has made, accepted the invitation, and proclaimed that he is the one true God, the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. By doing so, we have entered or agreed to uphold the covenant God made with Israel. We are gratified, we are grafted into the vine. And therefore, by biblical definition, we are God's people, just as with Israel. If we, the church, do not keep the covenant we have entered into with God, God will call us to repentance. Our speech should be with substance. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Our submission should be with serenity, shall humble themselves. Uh Our status should be structured. If my people, which are called by my name, hallelujah, to humble themselves and pray and seek my faith and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin. We have disrupted the disruption. Hallelujah. I'm Father God, I just thank you that your word has inclined the ears that have made people understand and listen and hear what you are saying, Father God. I just thank you right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah and amen. You may take your phones off mute, and if you came in late and you want to say good morning, say good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Mrs. Mary. Good morning, Mary. Good morning. God bless you. Blessings to you. Good morning, Mrs. Patsy. Good morning, Patsy. Good morning, Ms. Krishanda. God bless you. God bless you, Krishanda. Good morning. Well, all right. Does anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning, Rabbi. Good morning, Rabbi. Good morning, sister. I love you. I love you back. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Tony. Good morning. All right. Anyone else? Okay, if there's anyone here that is here for the first time, we would love to hear from you. If you can say good morning and tell us who you are. Don't be shy. Well, good morning. 
Good morning, good morning, good morning. All right, if there's, um, we can go ahead and um, if you have any comments, if you have any uh, thing that you would like to add or say, um, please, you're welcome to do so right now. Good morning. My name is Shirley. Um, I, I love your, I'm grateful that you did this verse. And I believe it or not, for the last couple of weeks, I've been trying to study this because I'm doing a song with this exact verse and I was having trouble how to interpret it because I'm praying for the deaf and for the heart of hearing. And I have been stuck how to relate this message and I've been Googling it for the last couple of weeks, matter of fact, maybe almost a month now for something coming up. So you broke this down. It's clear to me what it really means. And so I just want to say thank you because um, you summed it up beautifully. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. And God bless you for your ministry of um, of healing, I should say healing, uh, the deaf and the hard of hearing. God, God bless you, sister. And I'm glad that um, he uh, woke you up this morning to get on the line so that you can hear a, conf- a confirmation of the word. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Shirley. Anybody else? Good morning. This is Ebony. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for that declaration this morning. It is exactly what I needed um, because there is a lot of um, disruption in the world. And we sometimes do get caught up in what we're with our own disruptions unless we fellowship with others. But making it a great point that we have a whole world and a whole nation that we have to uh, pray over as well in order for this disruption to start to begin to cease. And we have a um that's our that's our that's our um that's something that we have to do. That's mandated for us to do. So I just thank you for sharing that declaration today and just bringing that back to my memory and letting me know what my what my job is to do in reference to all this chaos that's going on in this world. So I just thank you. I I bless you for this wonderful word, and I'm on fire this morning. Amen. Amen. Continued blessings to you, my sister, Ebony. Um, You continue to listen and hear um, God's word and know that, you know, you are on the right path. He got you for real, for real. Amen. Thank you, Ebony. Anyone else? Hey, good morning. It's Moxie. How you doing? I'm good, Moxie. You know what? Keep on ringing in my head. Watch what you say, what you don't do. That's what, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? I don't do that. I don't, you know, so that's what I keep on hearing. Watch what you say, what you don't do. You know, Mm. because what, with everybody that you even named, not even you know, think about it in that way. And thank you so much that you always, you know, give us the story that we can picture it, you know, and you know, realizing that you know, what if they didn't do that? You know what I'm saying? So, watch what we say, mm-hmm. what we don't yeah. do. Whenever I feel that, yeah. like I don't do that, you know, what I'm saying, oh, I don't do that. I ain't getting up there doing that, you know? <laughs> like that ain't me. <laughs> no, no, watch that because if he gave it to you to do it, then you do do that. You know, That's if you right. saw yourself doing it and you responded, I'll do that. You know, because usually the Holy Spirit done 
gave you that, like, you know, go do it. You know, gave you a picture of seeing yourself doing it. And then I mm-hmm. looked at it for myself. I love pictures of like, oh, hey, no, I ain't doing that. <laughs> but glory be to God. So thank you so much for allowing me to see it different on today. No, when he gives it to you, you, you picture it. It's, changed, it's time to say, I can do that. I can do yeah. that. Yeah. Holy Spirit, help me do that. You know, yeah. give me the strength and the courage to, to stand on you and stand on your um word to do it, you know, Father. So I get it. Thank you for I, showing us or reminding us we can do it and for the people yeah. who've done it before us. Thank you. You're welcome. God bless you. Yes. Um, we, we paint the picture, and sometimes you, you will leave that picture before it's completed. But I'm not going to finish this. I'm not ready to finish it. But when we uh, open up ourselves and complete that picture, that illustration, we'll go from the negative of I don't do to the positive that I'm going to do and I will do. Amen. Thank you, Moxie. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. Hey, my favorite twin sister duo. This is Dee Dee, your other twin. Well, I'm a little younger than y'all, but I call, I call myself y'all baby sister. Amazing share. Whenever you share, I get so much. And the story you told, I was just gone. And Oh, my God, great. But that scripture, if my people, we sing that. I mean, of course, we know for him to sing it, but it's so much to that. It's not just something to recite. It's something to do. It's action to yeah. that. And like you said, yeah. We have to really do that. We can't just pray it and not do it. We have to turn. We have to change. We have to humble ourselves. And I Mm -hmm. think that's what's going on right now. There's a lot of people that's pride has taken over. It's been a prideful world that we're in. And so if we really would, would take that and live it and really live it, we would see a change. The disruption is here. And all acting, but God causes it too. He just disrupted some stuff in my life for eight years that I was like, whew, it blew my mind, but then it blew me to a good place. So the disruption was good because sometimes if we don't get disrupted, we'll stay in a position that is killing us. Mm, It's killing us spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. And we don't know why our kids are functioning the way that they are. We don't know why relationships are ending. It's because God it's disrupting some things, and some of us are are holding on. We're holding on to strongholds too. We're holding on mm. to soul ties that we need to sever. It, I don't care how long you know somebody; they could be family. There are some things we need to cut. He's disrupting it so that we will grow spiritually and mentally and physically. We don't have to, the the battles in our mind, but sometimes we're causing it. If that makes sense, it's self inflicted yeah. stuff. Trauma and drama is not what Jesus went to the cross for us. He left that all on the cross, so I appreciate you, and you are such an amazing teacher. And um, the sister that's a sign, oh, God, I'm lifting you up. That's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. And if my people, we got to really take that word and break it down and make it really fit, and then we got to live it out. That's one scripture we got to live out. Don't just say it, do it. Change, turn, <laughs> humble yourself, pray. It's an action word. So I love you to life. And I'm going to catch up with you too, sisters, without a lot to fill y'all in on. I love you. I love you back. Woo, that was powerful. You gave me a chill as you were speaking. Um, I think that you opened some eyes um, in a lot of things that you were saying. And my God, yes, we will connect um, real soon, real, real soon. God bless you, my sister. Love you, love you, love you. 
Ooh. Teacher Beverly, great, great, great declaration. Uh, I was just sitting here and, and was saying, you know, what what I'm not going to do is deny uh, mm. what he's done and the evidence that I have seen and where he's brought me from. And what the enemy ain't going to do is mm. tell me what my purpose, deter me from my purpose and my destiny. Um, you know, that part right there, just acknowledging um, who he is and what he does, that part and and allowing him to disrupt, you know, who he says I am and what I can do because I can do all things through Christ because he strengthens me. So, yeah, that's my submission. I'm I'm going to co- continue to com- to uh, proclaim who he that's is, right. why he is, um, because he is. And, and so forth. So, Grace Year, thank you for always just helping us to see the light um, and get an understanding. You make it so clear. So, God bless you, sis. I love you. I love you too, sister. Um, thank you so much. You, it, 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 we do have to um, open our eyes and we have to make it clear um, to what it is uh, in in praying <laughs> and speaking, desiring to follow Him and find Him. So. Um, where the big picture is, you can take it as a, a portrait and as you're painting it, or you can take puzzle pieces and you can place those puzzle pieces. Sometimes there is a missing piece and it'll be missing for a while. And then when you find it, you get that aha moment. Uh, God is good. <laughs> yes. Thank you, my sister, for that. Anyone else? Um, this is Shirley again. I have a question, um, I'm, and I'm sorry, but because this this one is really touching me, um, I love what you said. If and then there's a condition. So I appreciate that because I'd never noticed that before. He said, and then the Bible says, "Then I will hear from heaven." I'm stuck in that part. Would if if God is in heaven? When he says, "I will hear from heaven," I, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck. On so, what does he mean by that? So <laughs> that is so so in, incredible. Then I will hear from heaven. It says, "Turn." It says, "If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves." See, that's direction right there. He's given direction. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves, there's direction and pray, there's direction, and seek my face, direction, and turn from their wicked ways. So get on the good foot, turn from what you was doing, turn from, you know, uh, uh, the lying, the drugs, turn from all that ugly stuff that you were doing. And then once you clean yourself out, then you're going to, then you will hear from heaven. You got to remove that ugly, dig down deep and get it all out, and then you'll hear from heaven, and he will for, and you will forgive their sin and heal their land. So get rid of that stuff. Get rid of that stuff. Some of us, you know, may not even be doing a whole lot of stuff. Some people might just be just habitual liars. Some people may be, you know, um, thieves. Get rid of it. Turn from that wickedness, and then you'll hear from heaven. I mean, that's 
you're going to get some answers. You're going to be blessed, and I will forgive their sin. So once you are forgiven, all that, you know, it's like when the windows of heaven, you know, are are being pushed up, it's going to open up wide. So that blessing, those blessings will be poured out. I hope that I explain that in a way where you could understand it, but you got to get rid of the wickedness. Thank you. You cleared it up. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank you so much. Uh, what I ain't going to do is such a sound um, that I can use throughout all day and getting prepared for uh, uh, just whatever comes my way. It's really important. Two people I met today, one at the gas station, one at the gym, they shared with me, hey, good morning. I said, good morning, and thank you, Jesus. And they said, I'm a believer, too, almost in sequence, and this is 10 minutes away from each other. So it's also mm-hmm. what you do say, because I get so yeah. anxious, and I'm mm-hmm. working on just putting my anxiety in the words of in Jesus' name. So I always feel like I'm going to cry on this because I'm getting better at just speaking. But thank you so much. God bless you all. And it's what we are also going to say that we can sometimes whisper Jesus, but I'm trying to shout his name wherever I go. Amen. Amen. Well, you know what? Um, God will take us to places and he will order our steps. And somebody may not just need to hear it. Just need to hear it at that particular moment. God bless you, my sister. Good morning. This is Mary. I was just really thinking what you were saying, and like our will when we when we accept Christ, our will is swallowed up in His will. We no longer have, he he is guiding us and leading and guiding us. It's so for us to think that, oh, I don't do this or I don't do that. I was just thinking, what if Jesus had said, I don't do the cross? That would have been something. So, uh, you know, sometimes we, we we just decide, well, I'm not going to do this. But when once, once you have surrendered yourself to your life to the, to the Lord, your will is his assignment. So we no longer we're just we're just following our assignments. We go to a job, we think we have a job, we try to stay there for retirement, but that's just an assignment. So when they say go, sometimes you have to disrupt that because you will just stay there. But he needs us to go mm-hmm. on someplace else. So you know, I just really mm-hmm. appreciate that. Um, and it just rings in my head. What if he's Jesus said, I don't do cross. Mm-hmm. That's right. So we really keep it in mind that. It's our mission is his, and so we we we're not in a position to say I don't do. Um, you could say something like, Lord, I want to know if this is you, you know, <laughs> leading me and guiding me. But but I, I'm not in a position anymore to say I, I don't I don't do. I do whatever he says for me to do. I, I surrender. I chose that. Amen. Yeah. So Amen. I appreciate it. Yes, you're right. What if he did say, I'm going to do crosses? Yeah. Yes. He had an opportunity to say, I'm not doing that. God, how many times have our kids told us, I'm not doing that? Or not, maybe not in that way. Or they may just say no. <laughs> and we backhand them. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. 
But what if Jesus didn't say, I don't do crosses? That's powerful in itself. Thank you for bringing that back up. Yeah. Amen. Food for thought. God bless you. God bless you. That was really good. What if Solomon had never prayed to God for for blessings uh, and favor in Second Chronicles mm-hmm. seven and fourteen? If he had never prayed, then then would God have would we know that um, if my people that God responded saying if my people mm-hmm. if he responded to Solomon? Would we know that? But that's kind of what I was getting when when um, she asked the question about um, if my people who are called by my name and then um, who was talking. That was my first question. I'm like, who was talking? And then it, and then I remembered that it was Solomon um, that was asking. And for a blessing. Mm-hmm. And then also I thought about how what does humble mean? Because if we don't really know the real meaning of being humble, how can we do it? If my people were called by my name would humble themselves, what does that mean? To humble yourself. And I came to the conclusion that it is simply just being, um, doing good. Um, It is just being um, kind and and thoughtful. And and, and it is also a reconciliation to God. We reconcile ourselves to God because we become humble. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. So, everyone, you need to look it up. Humble. And what does that mean to you? What is the true definition? Because until we understand what that true definition is, uh, Bernice, you're right. How do we know? How do we understand? So when whenever I'm studying, it takes me a long time because there are so many words that I'm looking up. I try to define each word so I can really understand it. So studying isn't just going in and reading the the scripture. You got to go in and you need to dissect and then make it plain and clear so that you understand and make sure that whoever is um, ministering to you, that you'll understand. And when you write it down and you go in and look it up for yourself, you know, to know that, you know, oh, this is what this means. I didn't get it at first. So, so. My sister, when you said that you were kind of stuck in that place, make sure that whenever you're reading, 
you look those words up and you dissect them and you find out exactly what it is. And and not to um, make it seem any more difficult, but it's simple for us to go in and read. And then I said, I don't get it. Now we keep move on. No, stop, figure it out. Find out what that means. If you can't figure it out, call and ask somebody. Key. And if it doesn't feel good, then go back and find out to find that scripture. Amen. 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 Hey, anybody hey, else? It's Dee. Uh, I want to. Okay. I wanted to go just ahead. say real quick what you were saying. We took a class, biblical counseling, and. The humbling part, when you just said it, a lot of us don't really understand what it means to be humble. So there was a, a session that we had to do, and if I, I'm trying to find it in my notes and share it with the group because it will really help us to really know. So when you say, I heard, I heard people say, I want God to humble me. No, you don't. You really want to understand <laughs> what to be humble means, and you're, and you're mm-hmm. right. We'll say it, and I'm humble. No, no, no. Every one of us have room to be more humble and then you grow in grace when you know that there's things that we're not really humble about we may think we are but we Mm -hmm. really can dig deeper with that so i just wanted to bring that point up thank you going back to clean this cool for this baby (laughs) thank you thank you very much clarity there was somebody else who was going to say something um i was going to say that as i was talking about um being humble, um, I actually started to think about myself and began to think about and and assess myself in that short period of time. I began to assess myself and how, um, how I am. Am I gentle Um, or do I act um, in kindness, and am I even tempered? I had mm. to ask myself that question, um, even as I was speaking uh, about it, and it helped me to really understand, begin to really understand what humble means, and um, in a greater light, it, it became um, an awareness. Now I'm mm-hmm. aware. Now I know, oh, okay, so I'm, I have to do this now. I have to do more of this. And then mm. I can move to the next step. And I could, I, I probably would increase my prayer life and make it even better. Amen. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is PR. When I think about humility, great, great share, great declaration in, in so many areas to um, thank you, Jesus, to be able to walk through in our daily lives and all that we are um, that we have to tend to. When I think about humility, kind of like like the the picture idea, like I see different things, but. One of the little um, 
ministry rhymes, I don't remember exactly how it goes, but when we humble ourselves, when we, um, London Bridge is falling down, when we humble ourselves underneath the mighty hand of God, what we're actually doing is we're going under him and he's covering us. And it's a protection and it's a submissiveness that we're able to um, um, operate from. If we hide ourselves in the Lord, then everything that comes um, upon us, we're hidden. And he covers that. And that's the best way that I can, um, I feel it in my spirit. I see it and I walk and I walk in it because we're honoring God. We are um understanding who he is and um and the power of god protects us and it leads us and it guides us and it just makes makes that smooth path it's just like that when you have a sap that's the bomb of gilead let me just put it that way i think of the bomb of gilead when you think about a sap that we're putting over something it's a great protection and so when we're humbling ourselves under the mighty hand of god it is his word, it is his power, it's his presence that fills us. Um, and it's that covering that we need oftentimes when we're going through these disruptions and when we're going through this this challenging um, things that the world is throwing at us, that we can go into a hiding place with him, we can go into that secret place with him, that he begins to do the the for wanting of a different word say the magical work that needs to be done within each and every one of us to equip us to go out and to even um, address the things um, and the disruptions in our lives or to address to address the things that we're faced with in this world that in that secret place of god that humility with god the humbling ourselves of underneath god we were able to tap into the power of god or god is able to um, put us in a better position um, because we're positioning ourselves with him, in him, that he can do in us the work that he needs to do and give us what we need to have to um, address the battles that we're facing um, in the world and, and in our communities and in our churches and in our homes because it's really okay. him that really pours into us and when we receive that and we're humbled enough to be able to receive that then we're able to receive the fullness of god and what he wants to do and say to us so that we can do what he's called us to do i i just got that vision out of that well well thank you so much and um i truly understand it and, and that part of the the message was our speech should be with substance so it has to have some uh, some substance, some some meat in it, and for people to be able to feed off of. So thank you so much for that. Thank you. God bless you, PR. Bless Anyone else? Good morning. This is Prosperous Pam. Um, you know, the, the, it's so, um, I've just been enjoying the share. You know, I was going in one direction earlier in the conversation as people were speaking and sharing. And then this humble, the humbleness part came and um, it just made me start thinking, not, I mean, just reminding myself, I don't know, God has a way of humbling me and I pray for humble, being humble too. Um, you know, it's so interesting how, um, how God teaches me things like, 
Um, I'm fighting a little, it's a little nasty cold. I, I, I know, I believe, I know God's going to just get me through. It's not, not anything. But last week I was talking to um, a coworker, my manager, two people, they're in the same state, different states, were had a cold. I, this might sound really silly, but I don't know. This is how God teaches me stuff. I feel like sometimes I'll say things like I'm giving advice, like I know what I'm doing. And then I'll mm-hmm. just get a gentle, loving reminder, like <laughs> sometimes you just have to just don't say nothing, Pam. Like, you know, when people are going through things, I always remember um, the book of Job. I think it was Job. And he, when he was going through what he was going through, and his friends came around and said, it's because of this, it's because of that. But anyway, I just found it so interesting because last week I was feeling great. I was like telling them what they should do, get green tea and honey and lemon on it. And I don't know, it's just, that's what I'm thinking right now as we're talking about being humble because I just love the Lord that he to just um, show me things about, you know, he'll just show me things. Um, so I know in my songs, that's just what I'm thinking right now, like that humility, I just really want to be, and he's showing me how to be humble. Sometimes don't mm-hmm. say anything. Because I was feeling real good, and now I'm fighting this bug. You know, I don't know how I got whatever, and it's just that's all. I just I'm just so thankful for the conversation. I just God bless everyone on the call. God bless you, um, Prosperous. God bless you. Um, I I truly understand what you're saying. There's there was a time in my life when I would you know just say. I just say, ah, then things changed. I no longer uh, just say it. Uh, I think about it. I understand humbling myself. Um, Because sometimes when we uh, get into maybe certain situations and we just want to have that last word, mm mm-mm. Sometimes that last word can be very disruptive. <laughs> uh, but when we humble ourselves and become um, what um, do the will of God, then things change. And we become a different person. We understand humility. We understand what it is to be humble. Change came. Change came. Hallelujah. So I would like to say something else. This is Mary again. And I was just thinking about humble. The scripture says, if my people who call by my name will H-U-M-B-L-E themselves. Um, he didn't say my people humbled themselves or they're humbling. Um, he said, if my people will call by, them, by my name will humble themselves, which suggests a progressive posture for me. Um then that means it creates a lifestyle for me. It's something that I'm doing all the time because it's a present thing, humble, humble in the present. Like it's useful to me. It's like you have to be that in order to carry out what the Lord wants you to carry out. So it becomes a progressive um, lifestyle to humble myself because ourselves are going on every day and things are happening all the time. And we have to make a decision 
each and every day, all day, sometimes, uh, where where I stand and this is where I find myself. I'm, am I just going to humble? So it it becomes a a lifestyle of knowing, you know, how to uh, how to um how to navigate yourself in the situation. So if it's something, I find it to try to make it for me, not something that I just do all the time, but mostly humble myself as a lifestyle. So because I'm I'm living in Christ. And and that's what I try to look at and try to be. So I, j- I just wanted to say that it becomes a progressive posture for me, and it's just something that you do all the time. You become that something you become, not something that you have to try to think to do. So I I, I really yes. Well, um, uh, the Bible um, also says God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that the mm-hmm. so so that at the proper time that He will exalt you. So yeah. whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whomever humbled himself will be exalted. Humble mm-hmm. yourselves before the Lord, and He will exalt you. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And the powerful thing is, is that how Jesus humbled himself into the cross. And when we understand the power that Jesus had and um, what he could have done, he could have called the legion of angels. He could have done a lot of different things, but he humbled himself. And through his humility and his humbling um, and his obedience to um, humble himself brings us to the fact that we're able to receive the God of our salvation. So in in everything that we go through um, in this life, we can see the forerunner, our Savior, Christ himself doing it. And um, I just love the fact that when we just really start not just hearing words and listening to words, but actually dissecting the words and the action that comes behind the definition of the word, then what comes to me in the scripture of then my people would hear from heaven. Um, we are part, it's a position, I believe the, whoever was just speaking, it's a position of posture that we put ourselves in that God can move and do the things um, that he has already done for us, but it puts us in a position that we can follow in his footsteps and receive the same amount of um, um, comfort and love and wisdom and direction and all that God has and um, um, gave us that we're able to operate in that when we were just do what the word tells us to do. But I think someone said it earlier, how can we do something if we don't know how to do it? How can we do something if we don't understand the definition of what that word means to humble ourselves um, under the lordship um, and the power of God? You know, it's just, uh, well, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back on mute. Amen. But God is good and he is, you know, he has given direction. He has given us direction in that scripture, and that's what we must follow. So, and be obedient in what he has to say. Yes. So, thank you um, for that. Um, anybody else? Hi, Beverly. This Hi. is Cassandra. It was a great show. It was an awesome, awesome, awesome. Definitely. Thank you. Um, 
has me wanting to research more if than scripture, um, just just because they are conditional promises. But it's something that is a, something we have to do in part of that process. Um, in talking about humility, I think about that scripture that says, "Clothe us with humility, kindness, humility, and meekness," um, and how that's a choice to put that on. Mm-hmm. Which also means it's a posture of your heart. So when you think about it being a heart posture, it 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 makes you understand. And also being a choice, it makes you realize it's something that you have to willingly want to do, um, no matter what. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you Very said good. it that way. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, dear. And God bless you. Uh, anyone else? Well, I am so thankful to God for um, um, what he has given us. I I am so thankful to everyone who has shared. The dialogue has been amazing. And I want to, um, again, I thank you, God, for all that you are doing, all that you are about to do. I thank you, Father God, for allowing us to understand that humble. I thank you, God, for allowing us to understand, to pray, and to seek your face, and how allowing us to understand how our land can be healed. I thank you right now in the name of Jesus for all that you are about to do. Bless everyone that is on this line, their families, representatives of the family, their extended families, and all, Father God, I just thank you right now. We love you. We love you. We love you. And um, I wish that you all have a wonderful day. Enjoy it. Allow God to order your steps. And um, be humble. Amen. Amen. God bless you, and if there's nothing else, you all have a beautiful day. Love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day, everybody. Thank you, Mafi. Happy birthday, Moxie. Oh, happy birthday, Moxie. I didn't know. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys.